to Two Girls, One Podcast, a weekly audio broadcast funded by the National Endowment for the Arts' head janitor who kicks in a buck on Patreon and enjoys listening while unclogging government toilets. This week's episode is for adults, by adults, featuring some smoking hot adult content about an Australian children's cartoon. You've been warned. And now here are the hosts who are far more animated than your average Saturday morning special. Alison Goldberg and Lindsay Ford. Harder than you'd think. <laughs> uh, I messed up at the very beginning because I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if we were saying me first or Lindsay first. And so I said nothing. It's so funny because I was like, what if someone says the wrong name? And we didn't do it. We, you were just a little late. It's fine. No, I, I wasn't there at all for the first one. You didn't say anything? You didn't say your own name? I didn't name? say anything. I was like, oh, no, which one are we doing? I don't know. But maybe we should dive in because for listeners like who don't know today's topic. Sorry, I just dropped my phone. Like, What the fuck is that? <laughs> There is a kids show called Bluey that apparently has like taken the world by storm and it has a huge adult fan base. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead off the bat and make the obvious comparison, even though Bluey fans might be offended by this. Bronies, of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really, I really thought I knew where this was going. We I, all yeah. know the answer. <laughs> and yeah. then they say it's the together <laughs> now. Bacon. That was yeah, not scripted. I, Thank you very much. So, oh, wow. Well, you know, just because uh, bronies, I know there's a lot of differences between the communities, which we'll get yeah. into, but they I are think... adult fans of My Little Pony, and now we're looking at the adult fans of Bluey, and what you just heard was the intro music to Bluey. The actual Bluey, yes. I, I think that bronies is a little bit more, like, it's a little bit more sinister in, in some ways, like, because it's well, like... It, it not, can not be in a, very wholesome, but yeah, there also is a sexual side. For yeah, sure. exactly, exactly, and and I think that that's not the case at all with adult fans of Bluey. But I guess we'll find out. Well, but rule thirty four. Rule thirty four. Yeah. What's rule thirty four? Oh, <gasps> wow. Oh, wow. wow! Everything wow. is we're sexual. Gonna, wow! We're is gonna have to rule? let you go. Wow. I'm sorry. Lindsay, you, can, you can no longer be on It's been really the show. nice. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Guys, this is what it sounds like when someone gets live fired. Yeah, (laughs) this is what it sounds like. It's awkward. (laughs) You gotta go. It's Uh, just that everything is sexual. Somebody makes... If it exists, there is porn of it on the internet. Oh, okay. I knew knew that. I didn't know know it was called Rule 34. Have y'all done an episode about it where you talk about that it's Rule 34? Someone made up many, many years ago. There's like an official, but not official, like rules of the internet. Oh, okay. This is very, a very old. A very meme. old. It's very old. I, I, I don't even don't know if there's 34 rules. I think it's just like a. No, no, no. Yeah. There's, there's like a hundred. Is it okay? But is then there's a thing? couple that really broke through and became like standard internet rules. And one of the biggest is Rule 34. If it exists, there's porn of it. There's porn of it somewhere. But yeah, so it does seem that, that Bluey fans are more wholesome. I'm sure there is someone out there making porn. 
There's got to be. It's got to yeah. exist, but that's not what we're covering. Side yes. note, I just have to share. I I tweeted an episode of the show a couple of weeks back, I think about lawyer, the, one of the lawyer episodes, and some profession, some lawyer or professional person was like, oh, wow, this looks really interesting. Like, not someone I knew or followed. It was like a retweet from someone else, and they're like, whoa, the title of that show, do they know what that means? Do they even <laughs> know what the, what that what two girls means? I was no, like, we have no idea. Yes, yes, they do. Thank you. I don't know who thought of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's... <laughs> I have, I have, have, I do know about that. <laughs> so I can't get fully fired. Um, okay, here's the thing about Bluey and about Blue's Clues, which I was... Not an adult fan. I was like a teen fan. Blue's Clues was, I think we were just like just past the age where we would have watched Blue's Clues as kids, but I was kind of into it as a teenager and all my friends mm-hmm. used to tease me and uh, like be like, oh, she's in love with Steve. And I'm like, were you yeah, into Steve's it ironically? Yeah. Okay. He's <laughs> so- making a comeback. He's constantly making a comeback. He's had a band. He's been famous as a like storyteller. Steve, yeah, but he Steve's had that video that got like a that bajillion video. views. Yeah, I, I was obsessed with that. Not even as a fan, but as like the entire internet all agree, all had this like unified moment of. Oh, Steve. when he was like, like, "Your friend Steve everyone. is still here, and Ama- you're going to be it was okay." Amazing. Yeah, and I was um, like, so I always loved nice you. In today's fragmented world, when that's what—that's like, exactly yeah. right. That that yeah. ev- literally one hundred percent of the internet all agreed that it was the best video of the day. <laughs> yeah. Like that was fascinating to me. So I met a woman uh, recently who was helping at my daughter's birthday party, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to '90s Con in Hartford, Connecticut, mm, in a couple con, weeks, wow. and Steve from Blues Clues will be there along with like Joey Fatone and all every you know." But like, con, she so specifically named checked steve like oh, i'm gonna get a picture with steve i was like yes the fact yeah that there's a 90s con is so 90s fascinating. con right it's very but cute hold on. i do think we should give our listeners who have no idea what this is a sli- uh, just a tiny bit more context so mm-hmm. bluey um i pulled this from one of the official um pages about it <laughs> wait no, can i real- say what i know about what? bluey without looking at the official page sure 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 okay so bluey is a dog he's obviously blue or maybe it's a she <laughs> actually don't know the gender of bluey bluey she. Okay, she is Australian, mm-hmm. and she has a sibling and two parents, and the parents seem to have lots and lots of time to play with her. All right, that's accurate. So the mm-hmm. official description, the slice of life adventures of an Australian blue healer cattle dog puppy as she has fun with her family and friends in everyday situations. Oh. <laughs> it also, this is interesting, Bluey has received consistently high viewership on ABC Kids in Australia, becoming the most watched children's program across all channels on broadcast television in 2018 mm. and 2019. Wow. In March 2019, it was reported that Bluey had become the most downloaded program in the history of ABC's video on demand and catch-up TV service, ABC iView, with 21.3 million total episode plays. So honestly, there's probably a lot of adult fans of Bluey if it's getting that many downloads. Wait, there's even more. By May 2021, episodes from 
the series had generated over 480 million plays. I don't even know if that includes Disney+. Plus. I think when it really broke through in the States, it was like, oh, this cute show that no one's ever heard of, and it's already on Disney+, Plus, which like 99% yeah. of house, kids' households no, already true. subscribe I'm, to. I think the stats I'm looking at m- might even just be for Australia. I don't know. But yeah, right. it's really got it's really exploded, and it's, it's pretty wild. Have She's you seen an episode or known. seen clips of it? Oh, Ellie? I have because yeah, I have. watched a little bit just for this, but yeah. No, I have. I am friends with an adult friend of adult fan. Oh, of Bluey. yes, you were oh, saying you are? that. Okay, yeah. go on, back up. Tell us the story. I, I talked to her before this as well, so I'll ask some of. I'll bring up some of the knowledge that I gleaned from her <laughs> and her uh, adoration of the show. But basically, she has. Um, nieces and nephews and they just happened to be watching one and one struck her to the core like it really got her in the heart and then she became a fan and we were what what struck her do you know well it's just apparent the way she describes it she's like you know what bluey is actually a show that is made for adults but it's accessible for kids. <laughs> she's like, that's false. like all great <laughs> Disney films. You like, know what I'm like saying? All great like Disney we films. know this. I yeah, mean, she's no, like, it's for, for the parents, kids, and then they're accessible for adults. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but that's not what this adult fan. I'm just telling you what she told me. Don't, yeah. t- don't shoot the messenger. Okay. So then you she was fired. like, <laughs> again for the mm-hmm. fourth time this episode, she was talking about how. That what happens is things will happen in the show, and then as an adult, you're like, Oh my gosh, this is actually really intense, and you will find out one day, sweet child who's watching this, you know? Yes, exactly. And that's why the adults love it so much because it's things that you forget are very important, it harkens to like people that you. Uh, that were important in your life, like people you meet on vacation, your summer camp friends, those kinds of things. And that's why adults really like it because it's like, oh, this is actually a a foundational thing for you and you don't even know it yet as a child, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what she was saying. And she then forced me to watch a video, uh, like an entire episode of Bluey while we were standing in line for something because I think the episodes are only like 15 or 20 minutes long. So... (laughs) It was very funny. There's something that happens when you're a parent, at least to me or, or and to my wife too, where you're saying something to your own kid, whatever it is of like, please do this or, hey, let's have a conversation about this. And you stop in your mental tracks and you're like, oh my God, my that's father. what my parents meant when they <laughs> said this. Or, oh my God, I, that teacher told me this. And as a dumb kid, you're like, okay. But as a as an adult with perspective, looking back on your own life and childhood, you're like, whoa. And it's hard to explain. I don't even have an example for you. But I think Bluey taps into that dual perspective in a very um, emotional way. I think that's what's going on here. Yeah, I think so, too. We're about to find out. <laughs> well, Allie, did you did you have you what, what episode did you watch in preparation? Honestly, I just saw some clips on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Did you watch an episode? Um, yeah, no, I mean, I watched a full episode while standing in line with my friend somewhere. Like, All right. Well, adult weirdos. Um, mo- <laughs> most adults are weirdos. Let's be honest. Okay, mm-hmm. but what I was the what I wanted to say because you keep 
going into this voice. It's like you're in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Allie is getting tunified in in real time. She's getting mm-hmm. turned into mm-hmm. a tune because what? at the yes, exactly at the end of all your sentences, you're, you're turning into an actual cartoon. It's so crazy. You start out normal, Allie, and end up up here. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. <laughs> I take issue with that, with your uh, idea that most most adults are weird or creepy. One hundred dollars if you can find them on the internet. <laughs> I didn't say they were creepy. Wait, I said me? they were weird. Yeah, girl, that's you. <laughs> weird. Wait, is that me? No memory. No memory of that. <laughs> like, I just think that's wiped. me, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right, but I do think you probably have some bluey trivia for us or oh, something. I, I so let's certainly hear it. do. Yeah. I wonder if Allie accidentally said the trivia in her very I thorough... have a very bad memory and it's mostly horrible, except that like <laughs> I'll like read stuff that I forget writing and I'm like, oh this 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 stand up does have legs, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I just forget completely. I can like, see wow. it with fresh eyes. That chick I've is been, terrifying. I've been asking you both the same three trivia questions uh, every three episodes, <laughs> and you're uh, doing okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, today's episode is about the Australian animated children's show, Bluey, as we said, which is about a family of dogs. And today's trivia is about a real female Australian cattle dog <gasps> named Bluey. <gasps> What? Who was born in 1910 in Victoria, Australia. For <laughs> wow. 83 years, Bluey held a world record for something until being surpassed in February 2023, <gasps> last month, by a Portuguese dog named Bobby. Oh, my God. What Bobby. did the original Bluey hold the record for? The Guinness record, I should specify, okay. for all these years. I have three choices for you. A. Ready? Longest tongue on a living dog. Oh, uh, okay. Living. Okay. Does your tongue get longer after you die? It's a, that's a weird. <laughs> weird <laughs> qualification. Yeah. yeah. That's what it says here uh, on the thing I wrote. Anyway, uh, B. <laughs> f- fastest time to pop 100 balloons by a dog. Oh, I would like to see that. I want to see that as well. What was the time? Uh, I do not have it. You'll, fi- you'll find out in the answer. Interesting. The mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or C, longest living dog. Oh. Ooh. I... I'm going to go with C, but I want I it to like be B. I like C as well. I like okay. C as well. It just seems... Honestly, it seems too reasonable, so I'm going to go with B. Okay. Great. Lindsay goes with the balloon popping. Allie, you're going to go with C, longest living. Yes. Very good. We will find out what Bluey... A real Australian dog is known for right after this break. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to 2G1P. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, thank you even more. And right now, we'd like to thank our Patreon subscribers at the $10 or more level for helping us make this show as wholesome and pleasant as it is right now. Fuck. (laughs) Thank you to Wesley Wesley Cordell. Kai Bell! Kay! 
FM. Kelsey Murray. Thank you all for donating at the $10 or more level. If you would like to hear your name said in a weird and fun way, please consider donating to 2G1P at the $10 or more level. That is patreon.com slash 2G1P. See you soon. And now a real advertisement entitled Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Exact replica, $25,000. From the best website to purchase pre-owned wieners, craigslist.org. This post is twofold. I am selling my beloved Oscar Mayer Wienermobile replica Mm. to fund my vasectomy reversal. Call it irony. If you just want to donate to the cause of making D's nuts slash family jewels whole again, the link is GoFundMe. The Wienermobile has quite a few miles on it. Unlike my own, which is actually in mint condition aside from the cuts made in my leather, miles are 150,000. New tires blow hot air for a cool breeze and can go from 0 to 60 in 6.9 seconds. Wow, poor guy. Selling a dick for dick. You know, (sighs) a lot of people do it. Uh, um, all the adult Bluey not- fans who are mad at us because we're keeping this show dirty. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, thanks for stopping by. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Let's hear about the oldest dog. Oh. The uh, record holding dog is named Bluey. Uh, this is, you know, this, this is a famous dog. Uh, ranked by the Guinness World uh, Book of World Records uh, and on lists on Wikipedia, this is a notable canine. What was Bluey, an Australian dog born in 1910? What was she? He? Yes, mm-hmm. a she. Oh, what was uh, she known for? A longest tongue on a living dog. Nobody chose it. B fastest time to pop 100 balloons by a dog. Lindsay went with that. Or plain old longest living dog. Allie chose C. Are you ready for the answer? Yep. Ready. It's the tongue. The answer is C, longest living dog. Bluey, born in 1910, lived until 1939. Wow. Clocking in at 29 years and 160 days. Oh, wow. That is an old dog. Right? That's an old dog. That dog lived longer than a lot of people. I mean, especially a lot of rock stars. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And and I I was reading that she even had like health issues, like collapsed lungs (gasps) and other health, but like, and then lived like two more years after that, like just kept going. I believe her mother had very good genetics. So she, you know, was also long lived. Um, Bobby, which is the new world record holder, was born in 1992 and is still alive <gasps> today, oh, 30 years and 297 days. So almost 31 years wow. at this point, still living. Wow. wow. Bobby, get it. Is Bobby male? What, what gender is <laughs> Bobby? Oh, I can check. I can look. Go, go keep Bobby talking. Bobby is... Bobby's a millennial. <laughs> Bobby. Yes. <laughs> Bobby yeah. <is>. Wow. <laughs> Bobby's not even Gen Z. Bobby's not young enough for me to date. I'm only going to start dating exclusively Gen Z. 
So I'm I'm excited about that. What's the thinking there? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just feel like these millennials, all the good ones are gone. Uh-huh. And I'm not fucking around with these lamos who are still oh i'm gonna stop saying lame because it's ableist and i'm gonna stop saying that oh um, yeah. interesting okay. yeah. never thought of that thank um, you very much i'm gonna stop fucking around with these millennials who are like not ready to commit i'm like bitch you're old now you're literally described as a geriatric age group geriatric millennial like, so you think that Gen Zers will be more likely to commit in their like mid twenties? I actually I think, agree with this. I yeah. think yeah, okay. I yeah. think they're 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 less likely to be fucking around. Like if they hmm. want to fuck around, they're very obvious about it. They're not like confusing, and they are a lot of them are like, look, we're into living life in like community. We're not out hmm. here trying to just be Rolling Stones. Some of them are, and if they are, they're still got a six pack about it so it's it's still I better mean, i have a lot to say about this topic that we should maybe save for off air or another time but i okay. don't disagree let's leave so i'll leave go. it at that all right we really went off the rails here and yeah once we got again, really away from bluey and that's okay <laughs> Let's get back to it by welcoming our guest. And we actually have a surprise guest. So our guest today is Jeff Dibble, who is the moderator of the Facebook group Adult Bluey Fans. And Jeff also happens to be a husband and a father who is doing fathering duties right now. Hello, Jeff. Hi. How are y'all? I'm well. I'm well. So listeners, just in case you hear some excitable child child sounds in the background. It's just a Bluey fan. It's just another it's just bluey, bluey fan. fan. But it's also Indeed. Jeff's youngest child. <laughs> just put some bluey on. Get, get, get this kid out of here. What are we, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, get it go. together, Jeff. She's <laughs> a great babysitter, Bluey, is what I hear. And she charges very little. Just very the low. cost of Disney Plus per month. Pretty much. <laughs> so, Jeff, can you kick us off by telling us what do you think makes Bluey different from other kids' shows? It's for kids, but there's so much of it that is geared towards adults parents especially and and just the like the the daily struggles and i remember when my kids started watching bluey a little bit and i was like oh that's neat you know mm -hmm. but then i started watching an episode with them the dad had his two girls at this chinese place waiting for takeout and it's taking forever of course because that's how it works sometimes and and it's like slowly everything just goes to chaos one kid needs to go pee one kid slips in a puddle the food falls off the table because of a bird. You know, all this stuff just adds up. And I was like, that, that's that's like me. So I relatable. have those moments all the time where it's like everything's all good and calm. And then just slowly, it just crescendos into chaos. <laughs> mm -hmm. And at the end of it, the, the fortune cookie says, you know, that pretty much life is short. Live it. And so he's like, you know what? Play in the puddle. It's all right. We'll, we'll be okay. I love that. I like the idea that, you know, as life descends into chaos, don't try to fight it. Just play in the puddle is a good, it's a yes. good motto. Guys, that's the same thing they say when you're talking someone through a bad drug trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just play in the puddle? Well, it's don't try to talk down, talk through. Hmm. Oh. oh, okay, okay. Right? And it makes sense. Like, you can't make the chaos disappear, but you can lean into it and just be like, this is what's happening. <laughs> chaos so, is going to happen sometimes. It just right. is. So if you take a lot of Molly and you're like, oh, I wish I wasn't so high right now, just <laughs> lean in, live through I it. I like that Allie equates parenthood with a unpleasant drug trip. I mean, <laughs> that's honestly... <what> <laughs> 
She's not far away. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I kind of want to know how this Facebook group came about and kind of what kinds of things you all talk about in the group. I, well, I wasn't there for when it first started. Uh, but as soon as I really got into the show, I was like, you know what? I bet there's a fan group out there for this. And lo and behold, this was the very first one that popped up. And uh, it was definitely nowhere near the, the number it is now. And I latched on and have just really enjoyed it. You know, there's so many, so many different people on there. There's single parents. There's, there's two parents. There's just so many different households going on. And they love just showing off their kids and relating to the show and discussing different things about it and just really come together and trying to support one another's drama, of course, because, you know, when people get together, there's going to be drama. You said that it's when you joined, it was nowhere near the size it is now. So yeah. about how many people were in the group when you joined? And now that you're the moderator, how about how many people are in it? Oh, man, I think there might have been, I think it was like 5,000 something, you know, but now it's like 231 plus now. And how quickly was that growth? When did you join? Uh, I joined about probably f five months ago. <gasps> Maybe six. Wow. wow. Let's see. Let's see. Here it is on right here. Activity. 231,271 total members plus 6,000 in the last week. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's okay. so fast. Huh. That's wild. 200,000 people in five months. That's that's a lot. And you went from, from casual participant to moderator. How did that happen? Pretty much the uh, the admin, the, the person that started it, was like, um, we're getting a lot of people. I need help. Who would like to join up? And so it was like me and like one other person, I believe, that had been like, hey, we'll help. And so we just... We keep track of the posts and make sure nothing crazy, too crazy comes in. Because, I mean, there's one day I had, like, taken a day where I, I didn't go through any posts. And I came on the next day, and there's, like, no no joke, 230 posts waiting to be approved or disapproved. Wow. And I looked at that number, I'm like, all right, I'm going to need to get some coffee, and um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's do this. <laughs> Amazing! It's been awesome. I really, I've really enjoyed watching stuff come in, and sort of like the show with struggles. You know, they're going through the same, some of the same stuff that I go through every day, and it's just, it's just been great. Well, I have a friend who is an adult Bluey fan, and she was kind of like you were saying. There was an episode that really hooked into your personal experience with that, the the Chinese restaurant episode. She said. Yes. You know, she was watching it with her nieces and nephews and she was like, yeah, this is a cute show. And then all of a sudden there was this one episode where Bluey goes camping and she meets like a French dog and Jean-Luc. Yes. Jean-Luc, <laughs> Jean yeah, little Jean-Luc, yeah. And that was the one that really got her. She, oh, man, yeah, she... that's a big fan favorite right there. I'm not surprised. <laughs> what What is it about the Jean-Luc episode? Asa, are you okay? Oh. Me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Asa. Here, actually, come here. I literally just turned on Bluey on my phone. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, anyways, yeah. Okay. So, Jean-Luc, they go out camping. Bluey's bored, and the mom's like, "Hey, go. You can find something to do." So, Bluey goes to this dry riverbed and meets this little kid named Jean-Luc. He's French, French Canadian, to be more precise. Mm -hmm. And, uh, anyways, he doesn't speak any English. And so it's just this episode of him and Bluey getting to know each other just through play and games. 
they pretend they're going boar hunting and the dad's the boar. So every time he comes to do anything, they like try to attack him. <laughs> but at the very, very end, Bluey comes, goes back to the riverbed. They had, uh, the day before they had planted this seed, you know, plant a tree. And anyway, she comes out and Jean-Luc's not there. And she goes to their campsite and their campsite's gone. Mm. And so she's really sad. She goes to her mom and, and the mom just sort of explains, you know, the life is full of greetings and partings, but you know, it's crazy and magical sometimes. Never know. They cut years later. Bluey's a teenager. They go back to this campsite. And so Bluey goes and sits at that tree. Suddenly you hear, uh, hello, Bluey. And it's, it's Jean-Luc <laughs> back at the riverbed. And and they get to, to meet again. That is so sweet. <laughs> well, I have a question. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, parents really relating to it. But something I find so interesting is that apparently it's also a ton of people who don't have kids. So do you know anything about that demographic breakdown? There's definitely quite a few people on there that they'll come on, they'll join the group and they're like, hey, I don't even have kids and I love this show. I'm in. And sometimes they'll relate to, because there's an episode that relates to, honestly, a, a gal that can't have babies. She's, she's not able to have kids. And so some of them will latch on with that, be like, that's me, you know? And it, it really is amazing how many people just latch onto the show, parent, not parent, and they just they just love it because there's so many life lessons just even beyond just being a parent in the show. Wow. Well, I would love to talk about maybe some of the other episodes that have gotten a lot of buzz in your group. I know there are a bunch of episodes that are just wildly popular that people talk about all the time. There's definitely some big fan favorites that are talked about and, and, and pointed at just a lot. Another one would be one that's called Baby Race. It is where the, the mom and dad, they're telling the story of, of, of Bluey and how she walked for the first time. And so she's telling her kids this story where Bluey just kind of refused to, to walk. At first, they were excited because Bluey rolled over really quickly. And as a lot of new parents, whenever your child does something for the first time, it's like, oh, my gosh, my child is, 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 is awesome. They're going to be a superhero. <laughs> They've done it earlier than any other kids, and I am going to gloat about this. It's going to be great. <laughs> and so they're excited, but then they go to this, like, mommy, mommy kid group. There's this other mom whose kid is not just rolling over, but has already started to scoot. See, so she starts feeling self-conscious. She's like, I thought my child was doing good, but this child's the same age, really. And they're doing that. Am I doing something wrong? And so it really, it ties into that, you know, am I doing something wrong as a parent? Am I doing enough? And are my kids physically active enough? You know, pretty much the whole point of the episode is to run your own race. Mm. And at the, at the very end of the episode, there's this one mom who sees that the mom, Chili, is, is struggling. And so she goes over one day. The first thing that Chili even says is, please don't mind the mess of the house, because, you know, we all do that. You know, don't mind the mess, right? And she sits down, and she just tells Chili, she's like, you know, it's okay. She looks at her, and she's like, I just think you need to know something. You're doing all right. You're doing good. You're doing so much more good than you, you realize. You are enough. Because every parent, <laughs> every parent, I think, really just needs to hear that sometimes, that you're doing great. You might think <laughs> that, that, that you're being chewed up and spit out, but... You're doing better than you than you think. Yeah. Uh, you might hate this question, but what are the uh, major differences between the adult fans of Bluey and Bronies? <laughs> oh, I haven't I haven't seen anybody dress up as the 
characters per se. So that I know yet. that's that, that's yet exactly. Full disclosure, I actually enjoy the My Little Ponies show along with my daughters as well. You know that adds up. Yes, yeah, exactly. But my defense is because the guy that played Q is on from Star Trek is on there. You know what? That's my defense for that. I can like a girl show. <laughs> I don't think you need. <laughs> you an don't excuse. have to have yeah. a defense for liking a girl's show. Yeah. You know what? Some people I need to have the excuse to look at me like, mm, are "You serious?" Oh yeah, they're like, "Are you a brony?" And you're like, "No, I am not." <laughs> Who does Q play on My Little Pony? Oh, um, Discord, the Master of Chaos. Yeah, John Delancey. Oh, uh, who plays my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The very first time you even see him, I mean, he even does the snap and disappear thing. <gasps> Shut <laughs> up. That's hilarious. <laughs> that role was literally created for him in mind. Amazing. Well, I guess what is the difference between how kids interact with My Little Pony and kids and adults and how they interact with Bluey? Because it feels more like people think that bluey is like a friend of the family i would say just in the fact that my little point doesn't really it doesn't really speak to parenthood much there's there's blips but it's just it really is just the fact that that the show bluey is you know geared towards parents being seen Mm. and being understood and and showing that you know we're going a lot of us are going through the same struggles and and it's that is something that's kind of missing from that my Little Pony it has a lot of great elements to it, but that is that's an element that is not there. Are community members making their own like bluey memes and posting them in the in the group? What kinds of things are getting posted? Oh man, there's there's so many great. I think the one of the most popular ones and the one that was actually just I think last week there's a message sent out that's like please no more. It is a image of bluey and their family uh roasting peppa pig on a spit oh oh my gosh <laughs> yes 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 that's and, aggressive i mean yeah yes yeah, there's some people that had it turn into a t-shirt i mean <laughs> yeah you had mentioned earlier that sometimes there's drama in the group can you tell us about some of the group's biggest dramas well honestly the biggest ones are like when some people see other people t- discussing the show and they're like, you're making it too adult now. Like they, they'll start shouting theories. Oh, like uh, Chili's sister is sad because of babies, because of that. She loved bandit first, or maybe <laughs> this person cheated on the, yeah, exactly. They're putting like, like that kind of stuff into the show. <laughs> and I have gotten so many like, like messages, like private messages. Um, this is ridiculous. And, and can you, step in i'm like oh, i'll step in and shut it down shut it down and just be like we just need to keep this civil i also remind them though that this is this is a blue a blue thing for adults and sometimes those theories are going to be thought of and they're going to want to see what other people so it's that whole how open can the forum be you know without squashing thought and creativity but at the same time keeping it in a certain way that it doesn't get too far well, so we talked about memes and things like that. And yes. I know that a lot of fandoms, like maybe bronies again, um, they there's a lot of fan art and things like that. Um, people getting tattoos of their favorite characters. Are things like that starting to happen? Oh, no. Not, not just started happening, has been happening. Just tattoos of like the, instead of like doing like their kids, they'll put, they'll have their own like sort of bluey styled family design tattooed on them and they'll put their kids names on there mm. there's this episode where the dad is it pretends to be like, like a like a french chef 
with this like pan and and spoon in his hand. He looks all serious, you know, and someone had that tattooed on their leg. One of the favorite things is artists uh, offering to draw your family as a Bluey style family uh, on there and have your like your your family name on there and and just so many just so many artistic things coming coming out of it. It's it's really cool. Yeah. Allie keeps relating it to bronies, but I think it's much more similar to Peppa Pig. Well, I think in terms of the adult fandom, like, is there is there a show that... Yeah, no, I still think it's more like Peppa Pig, like, because teens and adults like Peppa because she's kind of sassy and saucy, and it's like kind of accidentally just like in her nature. And I think that the same thing is going on with Bluey, where people are relating to different characters. There's lots of characters in Bluey, and it's yeah. not just following bluey but like i know that people are obsessed with like the grandma and grandpa characters and they have there's this crazy cousin named muffin so (laughs) well but is there a large adult fandom for peppa that like has its own because like this facebook group is literally you know adult fans of bluey and i don't know if peppa has that kind of following yeah i don't know i there's there's quite a bit of of hate for peppa on the bluey facebook page (laughs) uh just because i mean i've never i was never a fan of peppa myself peppa's rude to her dad sometimes it just calls him fat all the time and (laughs) i would though say it's definitely closer to that than my little pony because once again that's just that's sort of like friends you know it's just a group of friends uh journeying together trying to figure things out they have drama that comes up different scenarios but in the end they're still all friends yeah yeah to put it a different way like the thing i've observed as a parent is like that there's two different kinds of kids shows one is like here's characters going on adventures and they're superheroes and they're ninja turtles and they're samurais and then the other type of kid show is bluey or daniel tiger which is like these are normal people in a family doing family things and those those are the two buckets that i observe and i think kids like them both for different reasons and adults like them both for different reasons exactly yes that's cool yeah i see that very nice well I also want to know what, so there's, there's hate for Peppa, but I've heard that there's also some like a little bit of, I guess, bitterness because it seems like, especially the dad in Bluey has boundless energy and uh, endless amounts of time Uh, to play with his kids. And is a stay at home dad. Is that correct? He is not. Oh, okay. He okay. works a lot from home. He is okay. an archaeologist. He digs up bones, right? There's a dog joke there, right? Uh, he digs <laughs> up bones for a living, and he does a lot of work at the house, but also away. And and now, I won't lie, I knew, I kind of figured that that question would come up because that is something that comes up a lot. Because mm. it's true, you know. I I look at it and I'm like, wow, he just he just boundless energy like you said and and he's constantly there's this one episode that's called rug island that he's like kids i gotta go to work they're like oh can't you stay please he's like nope i sorry i gotta go and the kids start playing this game and suddenly he's there playing the game with them and people are like <laughs> wow i wish i could just randomly call into work hey i want to play with my kids today uh see you later <laughs> but the thing is is the way the way i see it when I was in college, I had this professor. He did. He was a, uh, it was a speech class, you know, writing speeches and, and public speaking. We had to be dramatic, like super dramatic with everything. And I'm like, how does any public speaker would ever speak like this? And quite sure, one seven a.m. morning, he saw the looks on our faces, and he's like, okay, I know what you you think that what we're doing in here is just weird, 
and crazy. But the thing is, is I'm not expecting you to public speak like this. What I'm trying to do in here is to stretch you. When you do public speak, when you're in front of others, you'll you'll find that middle zone. You'll be more comfortable because of this. And so what I what I see is, yeah, the dad has all this all this time and energy, and I could beat myself up over it. Be like, wow, I wish I had that much time with my kids. But I think it's a stretch. I think it's a challenge. You know, we, we see him play with his kids, all these games, all these activities, and just really just going out for his kids. And I'm like, I might not be able to do all that, but it can inspire me to stretch anyways. Whenever I'm things are chaos and crazy around me, I could take a moment and hug my kid. You know, I'm busy with work, but then when I'm home, I spend time with my kids, you know, and I think of that. And for me, it's just really inspiring. And I, I, I love watching the dad. He's my av- absolute favorite character of the entire show. <laughs> and also uh, uh, millions of families and kids uh, and perhaps a generation of viewers being modeled positive masculinity in a dad character on a on a children's yes. show. That's somewhat rare <laughs> in media. I mean... Homer Simpson and right, and right. all these other uh, sitcom dads, which some of them are good, some of them are okay. You know, there's obviously some that are better than others, but at the same time, it is it really is good to see a, a dad just in a positive light that he's not an idiot. You know, he's not the butt of the jokes, right? And but he, he's not perfect either. He makes mistakes. He has moments where he he just he gets overwhelmed. There's this episode where he's making a birthday cake for his daughter. He's trying to make this duck cake. You can look it up, duck cake episode. <laughs> it's one of the fan favorites as well. There's so there's so many pictures of people making a duck cake for their child's birthday. <laughs> Anyways, but he's he's there. He's he he's like, okay, I'm almost done. He tries to stick the wooden dowry rod through the head to get it attached to the body, and it just slips and plops on the floor. And Aww. he's like, he just sort of goes down to the ground and he just sort of curls up a little bit because he's just he's he's kind of stressed he's anxious about this because he wants to make this perfect for his daughter and uh bluey is there and she she sees that he's he's struggling for a second so she goes gets paper towels she cleans up the mess and she goes and talks to her dad and then he notices that she's cleaned up and he's like thank you that's amazing thank you and so (laughs) yeah he's not perfect and I just see it as an opportunity to for to dads to see that and stretch. We only stretch as far as the influences in our life allow us to. Well, I do want to make sure we cover the fandom a little bit more before we got to run. So I wanted to know, in a lot of these fandoms, the show responds to them really well, hmm. um, to the fact that there's actually this surprise adult audience. So has the show itself responded to the adult fans in any way? Yes, uh, there was... Uh, I've seen a couple like interview clips where like, did you did you realize that this was going to be so big? And the voice actor that plays the dad, and he's, he's like, no, I had I had no idea that it was going to be this big, and and I think it's just amazing. And he has dads that that will see him, they'll recognize him, and stop and talk to him, and and just let him know how much they appreciate the show. And I know the guy that plays Chili is is the same. Is there a bluey con yet? And do you think that there will be? Allie loves a con. I do. I do. Uh, there, not to my knowledge, there is not. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me 
that if it wasn't, but I don't know. Once again, it, I think that goes into like because obviously there's cons for uh, like 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 that specifically My Little Ponies, you know that crowd and whatnot. And uh, wow, that crowd. That sounds wrong, but I'm not meaning it a wrong way. I'm just saying <laughs> those uh, people. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know. I I mean, because it's you know there's still more seasons to come. There's more time, and as I just saw on Facebook, I mean, our group itself added six thousand in one week. Yeah. Just never know where it's going to go There's from gonna there. There's going to be a con, and you're going to be going, and you're going to dress up, and I'm going to go as a voyeur, and I'll see you there. That's, that'd be amazing. I also wanted to ask you about a meme I saw in the group that says the seven stages of Bluey, and it was curiosity. Let's see what the fuss is about. Interest. This is actually quite good. Breakdown. Hours of inconsolable sobbing. Regret. Why wasn't my childhood like this? Resolve. I'm going to be the best I can be. Conversion. Seriously, you have to watch it. Peace. My soul is cleansed. Bluey is life. Yes, I have seen that one. That one's been reposted a couple times. That's the whole interview right is there. That, are those sort of the accepted stages? <laughs> I don't know about accepted stages, but, uh, but I won't lie. It, that's kind of like how I, I came into it. It's not incorrect. I thought breakdown and regret was particularly interesting. Talk <laughs> about that. I'm serious. Like hours yeah. of inconsolable sobbing and why wasn't my childhood like this? Yeah, because, I mean, not all childhoods are happy and sunshines. And yeah, obviously, not all dads and, try to make a cake for you. I know. My dad never tried to make me cake. <laughs> right? But to be honest, he was not really a cook or baker, so it probably was for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Once someone just really hooks on to something that relates to them and takes them down the path. Yeah, no, there's there's so many different episodes that really just tug at the heartstrings and Chili with her elderly dad trying to convince them to take it easy. You know what I mean? That I want you, I need you to be around for me. Can you take care of yourself, please? You know, that's that's an Chili's sister not not being able to have kids, you know, and it's just ama- it's just an amazing show that <laughs> reaches people in so many different ways and so many different areas of life both past present and probably future you know wow i love that well thank you so much jeff and i speak for everyone at 2g1p when i say we're gonna watch bluey right now (laughs) you you definitely should well that was just as wholesome and delightful as i knew it would be wow 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 maybe i need to start watching Not a call, but an email to Podcast <laughs> yes. at gmail.com. We gotta do, we gotta oh, do Sorry to psych you that. out. Lindsay, do you even know what that theme song is from? I don't think we've ever even clued you in. No, have no idea. Did, uh, is, you know, we're talking, we were talking about being elder millennials uh, mm-hmm. at the top of the show. Uh, oh, do you remember Syphil and Ollie? I, I I think I've seen I, I don't remember that but I think I've seen videos of that thing where yeah. they go to the phone yeah Syphil and Ollie was a sock puppet show on MTV mm-hmm. in the mid 90s and I forget who created it as someone who is notable and went on to do a lot of other things but it's fucking hilarious and it's the dumbest stupid puppet show that pr- that exists on this kind of content is now for YouTube in its absurdity but it was on television when we were kids and it's so good and so they would it 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 was like i don't know they would just take calls from the public but it was not the real public it was just other sock puppets calling (laughs) in and it's great anyway that's what that's from i i i I feel like i remember this now i never watched it 
Um, I only really know because of this, but yeah. I'll send you clips. I'll send you <laughs> YouTube Jen videos. Knew. It's it's yeah. a national treasure. Yeah, I think Jen was sense. aware of it. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, this is an email from DS42 who says, if you all are going to cover adult breastfeeding topics again, it would be amazing if the communities online were discussed in depth. Uh, and they send uh, a wiki article about, I guess this is a lactation wiki uh, with a list of uh, ANR, ABF communities. Uh, the lact, uh, they say the lactation wiki homepage has current events section where there is a list of meetings. Uh, so, for example, the Houston, Texas area, they have a community website. I think DS42 is alluding to the idea that, like, these communities are spread out on the Internet, as we know. So they're connecting on the Internet. But it leads to something that I think, Ali, you especially always ask of, like, hey, do you all ever get together in person? And I guess there is a component here. There, there are some links here that DS42 is sending uh, to say, yes. People are getting together in their local area to meet up and do some uh, adult breastfeeding, I suppose. Wow. Or at least wow. talk about it. I need to know more about where they're meeting, when they're meeting, how they're meeting, who they're meeting. I need details. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know. Is this may perhaps this is something we could explore in a future episode, or maybe this is just fun to uh, to talk about. We'll see. Interesting. I'll forward this to you. It's wild to me because I feel like, and I said this in the episode, breastfeeding is already so arduous and, and challenging when you have <laughs> to do it to keep another person alive that if someone was doing it for me just to like show me that they cared, I would feel, I mean, I would understand how that would make you feel super, super loved. But as the mm -hmm. person doing like with the breasts, I'd be like, sir, I absolutely will get you a glass of milk because yeah but that's the whole wow. thing it's it's a you know they like it it's a consensual yeah you know, the woman no. has to take all the yeah yeah you remember it it's it's intense i'm just saying that kind of love i get i get why it's only a mother to a child most of the time and hmm. if someone were willing to show me that kind of love on the body yeah yeah right. i would be like could you build me a house instead it's like that much labor in my opinion you're saying you don't want to suckle for my titties Absolutely not, but thank you. We've ruined this episode. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to suckle our tit note, um, if your name is Steve and you want to marry Lindsay and you're Excellent. 22 years old, no, 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 you have to be old enough to rent a car in every country. So 25, 25. and up. 25. Okay. And up. Okay. All right, we got the criteria laid out. Got it. Got it. Okay. I don't know if that's is that Gen. That's not Gen Z. Is it Gen Z? Yeah. Yeah. It is. All right. Well, uh, she's at the Lindsay Life across all platforms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Ali, A-L-L-I underscore Goldie. Uh, you can also visit our Patreon, patreon.com slash 2G1P. We're on Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P. We're on Facebook, Two Girls, One Podcast. And uh, leave us a review wherever you can leave reviews on your, you know, favorite podcast service. You can call us. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And you can email us like someone just did at 2G1podcast at gmail.com and tell us all your lactation fantasies. And thank you so much. We'll see you next time. One podcast is hosted by Allison Goldberg and Lindsay Ford, then played for children at a local daycare, I mean produced by Matt Silverman in New York City. This episode was edited by Avital Ayler. 
production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the Internet. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. If you just want to donate to the cause of making D's nuts slash family jewels whole again, the link is GoFundMe.